Christina Ambrosia. And I'm Don Manning. And you're listening to Loving, Leaving, and Leading. We are so excited to share our journey with you and answer the questions you all have been asking. Who's she with now? She did what? Has she lost her damn mind? Our conversations are always off the cuff, outrageous, and slightly inappropriate. So we invite you to come eavesdrop on what we've been up to. We're back with episode five. Bye, bye, bye. I wish I could sing it as well as in sync. Oh, that's <laughs> that dating be, us. That should be our theme music. A long time ago. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> so speaking of going bye, 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 you went bye, bye, bye recently. Did you not? Yeah, I did. <laughs> what happened? You tell us. That's the, the <laughs> question on everybody's mind. Are you with them? Wait, you broke up. You're not with them. You're back together, but now you're moving. So yeah, let's back up and like give us some some context of how you ended up here. Where I'm at now. Yeah. Well, I think it starts with, well, okay. I told you to talk, but I'm just going to keep talking now for a minute. I'll provide a little context <laughs> and, then, and then Do you. <laughs> give me the outline, Miss Type A. All right. So. Dawn was in this beautiful relationship. Then they decided to part ways. And I'll let you go into however much of that you feel comfortable with when I hand the mic over. <laughs> and once they decided to part ways, um, people say you can't run away from your problems. But Dawn said, watch me. <laughs> I'm going to try, right? And <laughs> she got in her car and basically drove how many hours? 10 hours. Ten, oh shit. It's 10 hours. I, I was you thinking, I was thinking seven in my head. So I, I might, yeah, need to. you don't, you can't leave after your hair appointment and just tool that, you know, just, you know, yeah. Take your way down. I mean, you need to leave at like six, seven in the morning, I think. Well, so I hope that fireworks aren't actually Saturday. Well, we could talk offline about this. So 10 yes. hours, she yes. gets in her car <laughs> She drives 10 hours um, to check out this city that she had heard really amazing things about. And I think this all went down within like a week. You had signed a contract and we're moving. A couple weeks, but yeah, it happened pretty fast. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what happened in your words. I, I set us up. Okay. That was the intro. Okay. Yes, I was in this. <laughs> I was in this beautiful relationship, absolutely beautiful. And um, we were talking about moving and I've always wanted to move somewhere warm. I mean, I've wanted to move somewhere warm and sunny and beautiful for years. Yeah, join um, the club. Poor yeah. Olivia, if she has to hear about me moving to sunny California anymore, she's going to lose her damn mind. I'm like, well, I, I can't yeah. deal with the snow. Yeah, so I don't, I don't. The gray, I actually think is worse even than the snow. Yeah, the gray, the rain, the muck, the snow, the 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 bad roads, the the cold temps, even in nice, even in the good months, sometimes the random weird, you know, I don't know. So I've I've wanted to and and for years I've traveled, I've done lots of road trips with my children as a single mom because it was the best way for me to travel with them. And um <clears throat> I was fortunate enough enough to have a number of excursions to several places in the Carolinas because I basically had wonderful people, my parents, um, 
timeshare, um, a friend who owned uh, a condo somewhere um, that that allowed me to take my children on these trips. So all I had to do was get there. And I basically got to stay and enjoy. So I went, I went with them to several places in North Carolina and South Carolina mm-hmm. a number of times um, in their growing up years. And I just have always wanted to move somewhere different, mm-hmm. healthy, warm, sunny, you know, mm-hmm. all the things. I looked at one point. Uh, walkable. Mo- we often talk about how much we want a walkable city. You can open your door and walk to the coffee shop or the yoga yeah. studio. Or for us, I know a big thing is the water, right? Being able to yeah. walk to water, at oh, least yeah. for me. Yeah. I mean, that would be, would have been, I thought, ideal. I was looking at a lot of different areas. I found a place in Colorado a few years back that I wanted to take the kids and go. Um, but I couldn't do that. Um because their father was in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. So everything just was always kind of on hold as far as that stuff, you know, until I could, until I could go. And, um, and then I was in this beautiful, you know, fast forward, (laughs) my kids are grown and out of the house now. That was one piece. Um, Did you tell us about, I don't remember on the first episode, you have three grown boys. Three. I I don't remember. Did we talk about that? Yeah. I don't know. My, my boys are now um, 18, 20, and almost 30 years old. So um, God, that's so hard to believe. And I, I've only met one, but he is lovely. Yes. Who did you meet? Josh? Yes. That's oh, Jake. Jake did the cars. That's what I'm thinking. Josh. That's Josh. Oh, see, Josh. I was right. You made me second guess myself. I can't remember which one you met. So it's Josh, Jake, and Jake is is another the older. J, three Jake J's. Is- yeah. Jay's mama. It's all Jake coming is, together. Yeah. Jake is going to be 30. Uh, Josh is 20 and Jace is 18. <clears throat> so, um, so one piece was they were grown and gone. Mm-hmm. Another piece is my um, lease had ended and I rolled into a month to month situation and my rent went up. Um, and I was in this beautiful relationship. And the man I was in this relationship with was in a similar mindset and he wanted to move and he had planned to move and he had planned to move before he met me, like with his previous, with his wife. And that was in the works. And as you know, he's a widower now. So um, he lost her. And when we met, he expressed to me that the plan was to move and he was still going to move and he wanted to move. And I was, you know, just like all the feelings, of course, um, that I was feeling about this relationship. And then on top of it, oh my God, you want the same thing I want. And bonus, we both like hiking and yoga and, um, you know, some of the weird things that I when like you think about into. I mean how hard that is like it's one thing to love someone but to like kind of have the same a lot of the same a interest b and goals c timing is huge huge mm-hmm. huge huge I think yeah not and that you I, can't work around those but like with each layer with each one of those that's not met right mm-hmm. it gets harder and harder to sustain yeah well and I know people who are with someone that they love where they're very different. Mm -hmm. They live very different. Their hobbies are different. Their interests are different. Their sleep schedule is different. Um, 
what they enjoy doing in their free time is different. So they're kind of living different lives, but they love this person and, and it works. Mm-hmm. For me, that never works. I want to do things with my partner. We don't have to do everything together, but there are Yeah, several- I think uh, I'm with, with you on that, I think. Yeah. I mean, I like to my own interests too. I think that's important to maintain mm-hmm. those. But, you know, with my ex-husband, we had very different interests. And I always just felt, and he was a great sport about like coming along mm-hmm. with me to things. But I always like, felt like he wasn't really enjoying it or he was just doing it for me, which then Mm -hmm. becomes right. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It's just, you like when you can enjoy the same, at least some of the same things together. Right. Yeah. It's an important piece for me. And, and so we had all that and he wanted to move and I wanted to move and all these other pieces, my kids are grown and my rent had just gone up and I'm on a month to month. So we started actually talking about it and we actually went somewhere to, in an effort to kind of check out an area, a different, mm-hmm. completely different area. And we came back from that trip. We went on several trips in our, in the beginning part of our relationship. We came back from um, this one trip, kind of deciding that, um, that that area wouldn't work. Um, the real estate was very, very high and, you know, a number of other things. It was really far and, you know, my parents are getting older and just sort of like the logistics. It was just kind of like, well, I don't think this, this town is going to work. It's too mm-hmm. far away. And I said, maybe we should look at New Bern, North Carolina. It's a, it's a town that I heard of a long time ago that I've always wanted to check out. There were two places in North Carolina that I had heard of years ago from two different friends that I always said I would go check out and all the times I had been to all the different places in the Carolinas, I hadn't been to either of those. So I suggested that we came back from a trip and just about one week later, he walked in my door and said he needed, he needed time and space. He was having some, some difficulties with, um, you know, coming to terms with and reliving some of the grief that he had from from losing his wife which I completely understood um, because I was friends with her. So, you know, I loved her too. And I can't imagine what going through that was like and is like. So I had this great sort of. I love that you said is like too, right? Because Mm -hmm. as good as the relationship is that, that will always be something to, Mm -hmm. to navigate probably realistically, right? When, when that comes up and, Mm -hmm even things that you can't imagine being situations now around that, right? Like using a a plate that was special to her or who knows, I'm just throwing stuff out, you know, like that. I love that you are cognizant of the fact that it it's an ongoing thing that you guys will figure out together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I'm very, um, I'm very understanding of all of it. And I love him so much and I loved her. So, you know, I know it's going to be a process. Um, but, um, that happened. And with as much understanding as I had, um, and knowing that there was nothing I could do about it, I, I suggested still being there and helping and helping, you know, and, you know, being supportive that just wasn't going to work for him. He just needed to be alone. 
and I didn't like that, but I, I gave him the, you know, the space that he asked for, um, in an effort, you know, you remember as well as I could give this, I gave the space, but I wasn't too, you know, um, I don't know, settled in that, you know, I didn't like it. And in my, um, sort of hurt and distress over losing that amazing relationship. I want to say it was probably maybe 10 days after that, that I decided on a whim, I'm going to drive. I just Googled Newburn, mapped it. And I think I did that on like a Tuesday. I booked an Airbnb and I drove all day Friday, pulled in Friday night. I mean, I remember Airbnb. you texting me like, I'm going to like pull over to the side of the road and sleep for a little bit. Uh-huh. And yeah. very clearly, I was in Florida, actually. I remember at my dad's when... You were oh, on your way yeah. there because I said I would have gone with you because I'm always That's right. up for travel. That's right. That's right. And you would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but I, yeah, just I even go places. I don't know how far they are. I'm coming That's to see right. you in two weeks. I'm like, wait, it's 10 hours. Yeah. I should probably know that before Surprise. I agree <laughs> Drink your coffee. Right. <laughs> so I did it. I drove down. I checked out the town. Um. I, you were I, literally there for like what, what, two nights? Not, yeah, two nights. Like I pulled in Friday night, looked at a townhouse, went to sleep in the Airbnb, spent Saturday sort of walking around town. I went to a yoga class. I went to a cafe that was recommended to me, a coffee shop. I went to- um, Is that the studio you're teaching at now? Mm-hmm, oh, it is. Okay. I went to a really cool place for lunch that's got like, you know, lots of weirdo stuff that I like, you know? Um, and then I went to a really cool speakeasy for dinner. And then I went back to the Airbnb. I went to sleep. I got up in the morning and left at 7 a.m. to drive back yeah, home. I'm just having you Sunday. check out all the, the okay. stuff for me so I can prance right in there and you can oh, show yeah. me where we're eating I... and where we're coffeeing and where. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know the places. It's been two weeks. I mean, I've been people who live, live here forever have said, oh, my God, you've gone to more places in two weeks than I've been. And I've lived here my whole life. I mean, you folks, know. she's done the trolley tour already. She's been to Emerald Island. She's yeah. going to see live music tonight. Like, mm-hmm. we, we really get in there when we get in there. That's right. Well, you know, go a little crazy and you just... just why not? Why not? Life so is you, short. You spent all day Saturday and then you came home Sunday morning. Is Sunday that right? morning. I left at 7 a.m., drove straight home, got home at like 5 p.m. And I, um, while I was here, I, I got, I got, I put a few feelers out basically. It's too much to tell, but um, the number of things that were, you know, that happened in a way that, um, is like law of attraction. We'll just put it that way. Um, was remarkable. In two weeks, I had a place. I had several offers on several places. I had the yoga studio, um, pl- places to live. I had to decide which place to live at. Um, the rent is cheaper than than my rents back home. Which is crazy because you said you walk outside your door and you're literally the rivers there. I am on this. So you've seen my Instagrams. Mm-hmm. That's steps from my front door. I don't have the down. The downside of this this little apartment I have is I don't have technically a river view because there's another townhouse right in front of me. Um, but in front right of that is the I walk. Fifteen seconds, and I'm on the the river walk. I mean, it's stunning. Every day is more beautiful than the last. So, 
I had an offer for this place. I checked in with some people that I had met on, on, um, on a ladies group, on a newborn ladies group, basically on Facebook. I had a million women. I'm exaggerating, but it seems like that. Um, talk to me, message me, call me. When I love that you said, even though you've only been there two weeks, you, some woman came up to you on the street the other day and said, Oh, you're dot like knew you from the Mm -hmm. women's group. From the group. I mean, it's remarkable here. It's just, I feel like I'm on a Hallmark movie set, you know, it's just like unbelievable in the weather and the water. I just ordered my paddleboard today and, um, and life jackets for me and the dog, you know? So, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Anyhow. So I I came back and I wanted to move. And literally before I, I signed my lease and sent my money, I'd have one day where I was like, I'm doing this. And then the next day I'd be like, I cannot do this. Like, am I nuts? Like I'm going to go by myself. And then the next day I'd be like, I'm doing this. You know, I was like, this, you know, and then it came down to me having to decide about this rental that I have and it it was going to be gone and I asked some of the women that I had met and basically it was confirmed for me that like this was like by the grace of God that like these places and all I hear now I have people asking me how I got this place and are there any more available in this um, Riverwalk is where I live it's called Riverwalk so um it's a miracle. That well, everything... what I love about this whole story is when you and I were discussing, like, should I go? Should I not go? I remember th- saying to you, what are you going to tell him? Like, mm-hmm. because even though you guys weren't really talking, but I think you had, you had reached out just a few times to say like, Hey, are you okay? Like checking on you, but like, you really weren't in communication. Um, right. And I remember saying, are you going to tell him? And you said, I will, but I'm going to make my decision and sign the papers before I tell him. And I thought, wow, this woman, because I could see a lot of people using that as like, well, maybe he'll tell me not to go or, you know, maybe if he knows what, you know, what we're throwing away here. And you were very adamant about the fact that you were going to make up your mind without that being a part of the equation. And I really respect and admire that. And I don't know that I would have been as brave in the same Mm. situation. So I just want to throw that out there. You might have, you might have, I think for me, um, I wanted him back. I knew we were meant to be together. I know it. Like I know it. I still know it. Right. But I did not in any way want to leverage him into um, saying what I wanted Mm -hmm. in an, because he didn't want me to go. Mm -hmm. Right. And I also know that he has to work on things and he needs time and space to do the things that he needs to do. You know, there's just things he's working through with, with clearing out a house and and getting ready to move on and he and doing a sabbatical and all these other things that he's doing um and I suspected there was a possibility if I told him I think I'm going to move and I I need to sign this lease you know just want to let you know he may have said whoa wait a minute. So exact opposite of what I said, right? I'm putting the sign in the yard as an attempt to like elicit a response. Right. Kind of interesting. So we talked about that on the last episode. Right. That's right. Last time. Yeah. And so anyhow, I, I did intend on, I, 
I had planned to tell him we weren't, we weren't in zero communication. We had talked a couple times. I was giving him space, but I was checking. And so once everything was in place, we had a random, a random, uh, randomly met up. It wasn't planned. It was Easter. Yeah, it was Easter. It was in the evening. I was walking the dog and I just randomly called and I didn't know if he'd answer a couple times. He didn't answer when I tried him and I just would let it go. So I called and he answered and basically I said, you want to go for a walk? It was a beautiful day, strangely in Cleveland on Easter. I want to say it was like 70 degrees and sunny. (laughs) And I came home from my family, from my family gathering and I had left the dog all day. So I decided I was taking her to the park and I called and asked if he wanted to meet. And I said, listen, we don't have to talk about anything. We'll just walk. We used to walk all the time. So we'll just walk and get some fresh air and sunshine. And he came and we walked and we talked for a couple hours. And then, you know, um, at the end of the walk, when we were almost back to the cars, I, I basically told him that I had some big news and I told him what was going on. And wait, wait, I want to back up. How'd you do on the, you guys did talk on the walk though. I'm going back to our other episode about our (laughs) silent retreat. I'm like, maybe the walk was like about our limit. Could you handle the silent walk? Did you it wasn't silent, was it? No, it wasn't. Well, my 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 <laughs> intention was with like a silent walk, Don. Just you right. and I. Maybe we my... could do a silent river walk in Newburgh. Let's, let's try it. We'll <laughs> see how well that goes. My my intention and when I when I proposed to him to come for a walk was we don't have to talk. Right. I just wanted him to I just wanted to see that he was okay and and you know, but he he came and, and he talked pretty much the whole time he's kind of a talker you know so um so at the end I I told him the news and he he kind of went huh really and I I said yeah and he said this is because of me and I said yeah yeah it is and he said I oh my god I'm sorry and I said don't be sorry because I think everything is happening the way it's supposed to catalyst Mm-hmm. For change, and I've always wanted to move, and who knows if I, I wouldn't have moved if we were together. And um, so yeah, so then, um, almost immediately, you know that 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 evening, we were communicating the next day, and I didn't realize it, but it really sort of made him realize, I think, you know, that we have something really special, and. <clears throat> I said, I'm still going. And he said, absolutely. I want you to, to still go and I'm going to work through my stuff and you're going to do what you're going to do. And we have this long distance relationship. And, um, and then, uh, uh, maybe a week later I said, Hey, I wonder if you'd like to move me there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> And, and he said, I think I could do that. I just say that I am so glad the reunion happened so he could help move you and not me. That's right. That's right. Well, the, the job of moving me was definitely going to fall to one of my girlfriends. You were in the running. (laughs) So funny story, a quick aside, this might've kicked me out of the running um, very quickly. So I'll never forget. We went to my girlfriend, Shannon and Greg's house. They were having like a Memorial day pool party. And I, It was a smoker then, I think. And I had my, like, you know, pack of cigarettes in one hand and my purse and, like, beach bag in the other and my (laughs) pool bag. And I, like, walked to the door. I'd gone with my sister and brother. 
brother-in-law, but he's, I call him brother, not brother-in-law. Um, I, I knock on the door, or, you know, they're at the door greeting us and Greg says, Oh, can I, can I help you? I'm like, Oh, I'm good. He's like, I met your sister. I turn around. She's like nine months ready to pop pregnant. She has like four beach bags, like all the tap, probably one of my, <laughs> another one of my bags. He's like, uh, I met your sister, Christina. And I thought, Oh my God, I was just clueless. So I don't you're, know. You're I'm not like, a good, <laughs> you're, you wouldn't be a good friend to have move me right. yeah i'm a great friend to come after the move and that's right have fun and, and, and go and to you the are. coffee shops and do all the walking and have slumber and, parties yeah and it's going to be fantastic absolutely <laughs> fantastic and and i had a couple other girlfriends who were willing which we would have done it we would have done it but it would have been a lot harder yeah. Than, so, than it was with him. I probably owe, owe him a thank you as well. <laughs> yes, yes. And God bless that man. I mean, he did everything. Actually. Yes. I owe him a thank you. But funny part of the story is that you both, uh, which I can't believe this hasn't come up yet. I actually hmm. in, introduced, reintroduced, because you know who knew who each other were. Barely. When you met. So That's right. I feel like he just... That's the, the return thanks is he helped move you. So I didn't have to. That's right. That's right. (laughs) God bless him. And he was happy to do it. And I have never had the kind of support that he, that he has given. It's just unbelievable. So, so he moved me and then um, went home (laughs) and he's, doing his life there and doing all the things and I'm doing things here and we have this fantastic relationship we are very much together we talk all the time we FaceTime all the time he's coming to visit you know um yeah yeah we have some travel planned and um I have no doubt that it's all going to work out but yes um it was a little shocking and surprising and um scary at times in the beginning and you know, now I'm here by myself doing it. And, um, you know, it just all feels so right. And so easy, you know, and I think when you, I mean, I miss him for sure. And I can't wait to see him, but when you have like real, true, genuine love, a deep relationship, and I felt like this, I felt like this when I made the decision before I told him. And then even after I told him, if we're supposed to be together, we're going to be together and we could be apart and still be committed to each other and be together. The space isn't going to make a difference. Like we're both old enough to know, you know, um, what's, I think what we want and what's important and what's out there. I've had so many people tell me I'm going to meet someone here. You know, what if you meet someone while you're away? I mean, I hear it all the time and from very close people. And um, I always say, it. I mean, it's possible that I'm going to meet, I'm going to meet lots of people. But then you look at our like last, you know, 12 or 13 years too. Sure. You can meet someone every day Mm -hmm. or you can't, or you don't, even if you do, it doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. you're with the person you want to be with. So that's right. I mean, I, I love him so much that it wouldn't matter. And the thought of being um, swayed or um, enticed, you'll say, we'll say, by someone who passes by, or even someone who were maybe possibly to pursue me, right? 
there's nothing I feel that would, that would change how I feel. And I mean, let's get real. You can, that could have happened just as easily here or anywhere. It's not just because you move, right? I always say that when I've had kind of like issues with people I've dated where there's been like insecurity. I'm like, you know, like I could go to the gas station and and meet someone. So like, you know, kind of the worry, either you're committed to somebody or, or, you know, you're not. Absolutely. When you're committed for me, when I'm committed and when I love someone and I've been in other relationships where I've loved other men Mm -hmm. um when that's going on for me um my eyes aren't open Mm -hmm. same well you know I should I should take that back that's just from my experience I you know I also know of people who are in committed relationships that they have dealt with like an instance of infidelity or something like that and you know some of them that was the end and some of them I actually think they're much stronger couple for having like worked through that I'm just saying like for me I I love monogamy I love being with one person same thing like I the hottest person on the planet could mm-hmm. walk down the street and when I'm in a relationship it's almost like I don't even see them right yeah absolutely absolutely and I think we both too like for me I know you probably feel the same like we've been in so many relationships and experienced so many different types and we've seen how it goes right so to have depth and intimacy and emotional connection with someone that is so strong nothing could walk by that could make me go oh maybe that maybe I'd like to try that out Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm I'm set where I am so so the distance my point is the distance makes no no difference for me no difference for me as long as we maintain our our intimacy and our communication and and um we both still feel we're we're expressing that um you know obviously if someone's you know interest changes or something like that or you're not getting um time and communication and attention obviously that that would change things but we have a very um well right and that's the beauty of you being only 10 hours away right like you can do a long weekend you can do so but I mean honestly my first relationship um you know with my ex-husband well no but he was in the military Mm -hmm. um when before we got married but when we were committed like you know throughout college and so when he was out to sea it was six months Mm -hmm. hope lived in letters I just wrote a poem about that the other day they said, you know, there was hope lived in letters and it was, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, especially as like a total romantic and a writer, like now I look back and I'm like, how appropriate for me that there were these like beautiful love letters that were, you know, sent yeah. back and forth. And so I don't know, I think I would have a hard time with the long distance because I like that physical, I'm the kind of person I like to even be in a room, even if we're not doing something together Mm -hmm. I like that other presence in the room so that would definitely take some adjusting but I also think the fact that you guys have sort of similar long-term goals with the with ending up to like Mm -hmm. there's an end in sight of like not having that physicality I guess like you could do I could do it probably knowing that now if we were going to just live separately forever in different states like that wouldn't fly right yeah I agree and we do we have a we have a um 
I don't know if it's an understanding or an expectation that we love each other and we're going to be together, you know, mm -hmm. once, you know, I'm checking this out, he's checking out a few places, we'll both visit some places together and we'll decide where we want to end up and hopefully we both we, hopefully we agree on where we want to live now that being said we both like like similar things so we both know we wouldn't go live we wouldn't want to live in florida or california or you know i don't know like this the places we either of us would like to live both of you like yeah so right. even if i love it here if he found a town in virginia or somewhere in the mountains you know like mm -hmm. it's possible i would say okay we'll try that out you know Love so, that. And like the timing yeah. is just so perfect in terms of like, well, he's still kind of doing grief work, which not that that work ever ends. Right. But also dealing with like some logistical stuff here with the house, like you're so busy exploring this new place that it just yeah. seems like in some yeah. ways the timing is, is perfect. You it's know, wonderful. like, yeah, it's like, it's like, I'm figuring out this place and then he's coming in for visits and when he comes in, we're going to go here. We're going to go there. I'm going to show him the things. And I'm telling him all the things that I'm learning while I'm here. Lots of people retire here. And, you know, it's just all the different great things. It's just sort of like I'm doing research on this place. And it's a lovely experience. You know, it's like a sabbatical for me. And um, and he's going to check out some places too and do the same and then get back to me. And we're going to kind of try to figure out where we want to be. That's so fun. We'll future future episodes will tell if we, uh, <laughs> you know, if we um, we come to a determination of a place that we both agree on. I'm really loving this place. Mm -hmm. I'm really loving where I'm at. You're making and, me love it. And I yeah. haven't even been there yet. And all I hear, I hear it constantly, constantly. I hear it every day. Someone said to me, one of my students in yoga this morning said, <clears throat> you know, I just gave them a brief run rundown. Just moved here from Cleveland. If you want to know why, there's no reason. I just tune into the, no, say, tune into the <laughs> tune podcast. Into the podcast. <laughs> he said, I just up and moved. I found, I, you know, and a woman after class said to me, I have your story too. I did the same thing. And I've had people come up to me and tell me that you know, uh, a lot of people know. said they did a lot of major healing there. You were telling yes, me. Yes. It's a healing place. People pa were passing through, you know, going somewhere else, stopped here or visited and then went home, sold everything and moved here. You know, we were so, wondering if there was a, like an energy field or something there. Vortex. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard that something to do with the water. There's all these different tributaries. And mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know who knows, mm -hmm. but I, I've heard, I meet people constantly that, that say, you'll love it here. You'll never be sorry. You'll never want to leave, you know? So I'm, am hoping that he loves it too. Um, but I think, you know, also at the end of the day, I'd love him and it's, it's going to have to be both of us, you know, what we both want and, um, you know, compromise and sacrifice, you know, I can be with him if it needs to be somewhere else, maybe it'll be somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So we'll see future episodes. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll, um, <laughs> we'll, um, amazing. Update. What mm -hmm. an amazing story though. I mean, it gives, yeah. I think people hope on so many levels, right. That like an ending doesn't always have to be forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and really, I mean, no ending, whether it's with that person or somebody else, right? Like, there's always new stories to be had and new adventures to live. And sometimes the people circle back into our lives and sometimes they don't, right? But that creates space for for something different. Yes. I mean, all through it, I I felt like that. This is my person. This is going to this is going to be and and at the same time I went well how do I know mm-hmm. you know maybe, it's so interesting I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you actually why am I apologizing for interrupting now I've like interrupted you every single episode <laughs> so um I just saw I think it was Gabby Bernstein's reel the other day and it, I loved it it was something along the lines of the universe never says no it only ever says it's already done not yet or something better and I keep telling myself that it's either already done in the works. It's been taken care of mm-hmm. not yet or and, something better. And that's what I was going to say before you interrupted <laughs> <laughs> is that as much as I would say, I, I knew, and I know that this is my person and we are going to be together. I also recognize this other piece that, well, how do I know? He's a person who might make a different decision than what I think is going to happen. And if so, then there's something else for me. And so that was also part of the reasoning and go and do this thing. And if, if we're, if it's supposed to come together, it'll come together. So. Yeah. Inspiring. I love (laughs) it. Thank you. Love a happy ending. Yeah. Well, I always aim to please Christina, you know, (laughs) so. (laughs) Meanwhile, my Easter dinner was like, you broke up again. I'm like, I can't. (laughs) Where's, what's your guy's name? Paul? Paul, I think. Let me look up in our notes. (laughs) That's part of the problem. Where's Paul? Paul? Oh, yeah. Paul. Paul's, Paul's not here. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Those are the worst, the holiday gatherings where they ask about. You know, it's funny. I had like a whole dream list of like things I wanted to accomplish in my life, you know, swimming with dolphins, visiting the Egyptian pyramids, um, you know, walking across fire. I've done all of those things, but the one that I couldn't accomplish for like literally years until the last person was to like have a date to a wedding. I'm like, how have I done? I've done all of these things and I can't keep a date for a wedding. So I was at least finally able to to no- thanks, Paul, to knock that one off the list. So at least he, he waited to break my heart until I could cross the wedding date. <laughs> nice. Bucket, bucket, bucket list. Bucket yeah. list goals. You got it. Item, right? You I'll have to it. pull out that list. I think there's like something like, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait because I know that we're, we're approaching our time here. So yeah, well, I, probably our next episode, I will be doing live from New Bern. So yes, cannot yes, I can't wait. wait. It's going to be right. fun. Call me so we can talk travel plans. Yeah, sounds good. All, All right. right. Bye, Don. Bye. Bye.